Visit LegalZoom.com to save on your legal needs, like wills for $69, LLCs for $99 plus filing fees, and also get access to a network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter discount code Allison for more savings at LegalZoom.com. That's discount code Allison. This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hello, my little grains of basmati rice. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We are all here, and I've been saying we're all here, and then I have to say a disclaimer. Well, minus one plus one. But no, the original all. Gary is here. Hey, guys. Matt's here. What up? Chris is here. Sup? And Jenna's back. Hello, hello. And I'm here. Yay. It just feels good. Doesn't it? Feels right. I'm so happy. I was saying to Jenna that while I feel like all the various people we had filling in were great in their own right, and I want to have them back too, I didn't tell her that part, but I'm she just throwing that in. But, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying I really missed you. Thank I feel you. like we really noticed your not being here. That Chris, means a lot to me. Chris has been trying to provide the female perspective for us, but it's just <laughs> not working. Nice try, yeah, though. I've been sitting I in that seat, that. actually, Aww. while you're gone. Yeah. Now I'm back here. Um. Actually, and I told Chris this yesterday, he and I received a compliment <sighs> or, con- or I don't know. I don't know exactly what you would call it. I want to think it's a compliment from um, a woman on my website that said, I realized why I love Chris. It was in response to l- the last episode. I realized why I love Chris. He's the male Allison Rosen. Now, I don't know how you feel about that, Chris. But that I is a compliment it- because she said this is I, this is why I like Chris. Love. Let the love Chris. If it was like, oh, I know why I hate Chris. He's like Allison. <laughs> yeah, that's the, not <laughs> nice that's to either of us. us. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's that's really nice. It reminds me of that time when Ray went up to you and said, Oh, boy. Hey, uh, you, were, you were like talking to Doug Benson and he, he just runs up and interrupts your conversation. Hey, Allison, I found the boy version of you. And yeah, it's- and it's this like <laughs> pudgy, pale goth guy yeah. with dyed black hair <laughs> parted in the middle and an oversized black shirt. With, and he, had no, he didn't have much of a chin. Sounds like standard Ray complimentary yeah. fare. And then Doug goes, how is that possibly a compliment? Yeah. And Ray's like, what? And I'm like, oh. I, it's Ray almost, goes, what's a compliment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he Ray, didn't understand. Ray had no idea like, it's how, almost, that, how that was wrong. It's that, and that actually makes it worse. <laughs> he just very genuinely thought this guy looks like me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, no, I mentioned it to the aforementioned Daniel, this comment. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I can see that because Chris is um, he's very open and he's not afraid to make himself vulnerable. So oh. I feel like that's just ladling on even more yeah, compliments for wow. us. Keep them coming. That's right. So let's just briefly coming. fill Jenna in on what we're talking about. Okay, the reason they say that is because I used to destroy Christmas decorations <laughs> um, when I was when I was in high school. No, I, I, I admitted some uh, story 
we did the Hey Go uh, F Yourself segment, and I did it on me, Hey Go F Myself, my high school self, because when I was in high school, I used to, what we called Christmas crashing, we used to destroy people's Christmas decorations outside their house. You didn't tell us you had a catchy little name for it. I know, you oh, left didn't? that out. Yeah, Christmas, we called, them, we called it Christmas crashing, so hey, we're going Christmas crashing. It sounds like and the title of an upcoming so holiday movie. So you would movie. just like <laughs> yeah. go on their front yard, mess up their nativity scenes. Oh, oh no, no, absolutely not. No nativity scenes. Uh, but um, like Santa Claus Santa and Claus, snowmen. Reindeer. Reindeers, everything. Wow. I'm going to help you here. So Chris, it turned out that they destroyed the decorations of a friend of his, his friend's dad. Chris didn't take part of it, but his part in it, but his friends did. And so the gist was Chris was – he felt very, very bad about it and sure. felt really bad about it ever since. So Aww. it was it yeah. was more about the feeling awful than the being a hoodlum. But I, w- I would have felt bad either way. I think it was it was already building up. Like even if, you know, let's say I never – we never did to my friend's house, I, I still right. would feel bad. Sure. Yeah. Not but only we all do have to... things yeah. like that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right? Yeah, second, Not that bad. No, sec- <laughs> second worst thing I've ever done, I told you. Well, I think oh. adding on to it was not only did you destroy the decorations, but when your friend oh, told this, you the next day, that said, <laughs> that, that oh, was, dude, this is horrible. Someone effed up all my decorations. And Chris, knowing that Ruined he was involved with it, was like, oh, man, that's that's too bad. Yeah, he was that telling me brutal. about it. And, and the whole time I knew I was there when it happened. I wow. just quickly want to give a compliment to Gary, which is when we were talking about this. I said, what are these guys doing now? And Gary said, they're getting ready for the holidays. (laughs) 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 That cracked me up. (laughs) Um, Thank you. Well, goodness. So much to talk about. Um, I want to find out what Jenna's been doing. I also we also have an email. We have an iTunes comment of the week. We have just mirror everyone's. We have the winner of a contest to announce. Um, Exciting fucking episode. I know. I know. Where should we start? Well, Jenna. Okay. What have you been up to? Well, I was in New York twice, once for a singing project that I was doing, once for shooting a documentary that I'm going to be in, uh, once, oh, and then voiceovers, I did that too. And then, let's see, I was in Utah and I did shows, I headlined a weekend, had awesome, four awesome shows. That's exciting. One of which was probably the most fun I think I've ever had on stage ever. What it made just, it that fun? The crowd was amazing. Everybody was in on it. Like, the jokes were just flying. I was making up stuff on the spot. It was, like, the most fun probably ever. Anyway, I'm kind of still on a high from it. Mm -hmm. It's been almost two weeks, and I'm still like, yeah. So stand-up is the best because I was kind of in this phase of, like, I don't know, stand-up's stupid. And then it it was great great again. So now I'm kind of addicted. I'm back. You had four shows. Was this the last one that was so good? It was the last one. Yeah. It was, like, the first two were okay. And then the third one was like, ooh, this is getting fun. And then the fourth one, I just, like, didn't care anymore. And that's when it was the best. It was awesome. So you tried something different, the fourth yeah. one. Well, I just was like, I know my jokes are funny. So I don't, yeah. even, I don't have to worry about it but anymore. But the fourth, like, did you – so I'm trying to think. So you, it was the combination of the crowd and – And the, me. And you. <laughs> well, that, that's every – I mean, that's every – I mean, like, wow. that made it like, – I'm not supposed to say that, huh? You didn't no, try. No, it's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Go for it. You say it. Yeah, no. You deserve it. And what's, it was the, awesome. what's the singing project? My friend's a DJ, and he – I go to New York, and I sing all of his, like, tracks, and he releases the songs, and they're getting played in Europe and Australia and wow. all these crazy places. Isn't that fun? Where Maybe you're a star tracks? in Europe Who and Australia. Knows? I know. 
His name like is Graham Knox Frazier. No, I just use my name. Okay. But I, he's the star. You know, he's the DJ. I just sing the tracks. But it's fun because he'll like email me and be like, "You got played in Japan all weekend," and Ooh. I'm like, "Cool." So do you get at like raves? A, That's if, totally if you my were scene. To go over there, would they not even know who you are though? Unless you're Probably like or, or whatever your dance <laughs> track voice is. It's yodeling. It is. It's a lot of yodeling. <laughs> are you featured? Like, do you have on the tracks as like it the name does? Of the song It'll say my name. Yeah. Kim Jones? Yeah. Wow. Some of the music's like a little bit cheesy, but it's dance music, so it comes with that. You know, it comes with the territory. So, do you learn? Do you do you have to learn it that day, like when you walk in the studio? Or are it depends. You sometimes he'll send me the tracks, and then other times he's like, "I just wrote this last night," so oh. I'll learn it on the spot. But I've done lots of little stuff like that, so it's not so bad. It's pretty fun, actually. That sounds fun. Yeah, and it's easy music because it's dance music, so it's really like it's just, just all a like, few Whoa. lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just like that, right? With Very like, much. Ch- I'm really popular oh, in, in like Switzerland. Yeah. I'm going to make a dance song off of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Just like that. Yeah. Um, I had a, uh, uh, my, my imagination ran away with me yesterday. And I want to tell you guys about this for people who appreciate ridiculous flights of fancy. So I gave my, my hair a little trim myself. Actually, I was inspired by Miles Kahn, who is the person that brought Jenna and me together, uh, because he cut my hair on my web show in New York, and it still remains one of the best haircuts I've ever gotten. And I was—I I haven't found a person to cut my hair out here that I—I I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm nervous about going to a new person. And then I was just like, you know, how hard can this be, really? Really? I'm sure, what? That was really all that it took in your head was how hard can this be? And then you went at it. I would freak out for like two days before I fucking cut my own hair. And I'm not nearly as deliberative as you. This has been years in the making. The okay. last time okay. I cut so my hair. So you didn't just think about no, it once. No, 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 the- oh, okay. no. Oh, no. When I was five, I cut my hair myself. And my parents freaked out. And my dad said I was crazy. That's a long, separate story. It was traumatic. And then they took all the scissors away from me. <laughs> so wow. not only did I feel like I was taking... Because I later tried to trim my bangs, and I did a good job, but then the scissors were removed. Um, so not only did I feel like I'm doing something that might be stupid, but I was also like, take this, mom and dad. <laughs> I'm now going to do it. Okay, fair enough. This yeah. makes a lot more sense. So, <laughs> no, but I knew that it was probably a bad idea, especially since I only had dull scissors, and I was in a rush, and I didn't have the comb to like section my hair in the right way. But I did look up on the internet the way to section your hair in seven sections as they teach you in cosmetology school. I mean, I just feel like I just need the ends trimmed off. How hard can this be really? So I very gingerly, you know, I cut just a little bit and it's a little bit lopsided now. However, I've paid a ton of money and walked out with it lopsided too. I think I'm just lopsided or something. And when they, I don't, I don't know how it happens. I think it's that it curls a tiny bit more on one side. But anyway, I've gotten ahead of myself. What I wanted to say was, I before this happened, I went from maybe I should cut my hair myself to, uh oh, how am I possibly going to fit in all my friends who are going to want me to cut their hair when they see how good I am at it? It, it was like <laughs> ten seconds. I was already like I should not have gone down this path. Now I'm too busy cutting everyone's hair because I'm so good at it. <laughs> I can open your trim. What? I could use a trim. That's the well. Luckily, I'm not good at it. <laughs> yeah, but yet. I've, that's yeah, not, that's yet. not a deal breaker for me. But I've heard cutting boys' hairs harder than girls. I know. I've heard that. I'm, I don't know if it's I would true. believe that because there's less surface area. So if you fuck one thing up, it's going to be more apparent than maybe right. Because with girls' hair, especially mine, it's basically just cutting. Well, yeah, right. along plus the bottom. Plus, it's like if you fuck it up a little bit, you can just take another quarter inch off. Whereas if you cut mine too short, like there's. 
You just gotta you wait gotta buzz two weeks. that shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually in the market for a lopsided haircut. Should I go to you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, good. Give all me the a emo little bit kids, of time. All the hipsters with their lopsided hair. I just want to fit in. Right. Give me a little bit of time because I need to go buy some new scissors. But then no, we no, are in business. No, no, use the dull scissors, okay. please. <laughs> That's a real deal. I real have to stuff. Go buy some new scissors. I actually the way I because I was they were just these manicure scissors and I'm like the ones which for anyone who's heard the story of the manicure hair dryer scissors that means yeah. they're this big too. They're tiny. They're yeah. tiny. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the blades are closer to this big. I didn't want to do oh, much yeah. damage. Yeah. These are the same scissors that got stuck on my hand when the hair dryer started eating my hair for people who know that story. It was in the Paul Gilmartin episode. But anyway, I was like, are these even going to cut? So I pulled out a big wad of hair from my hairbrush and, and practiced on that. I'm like, yep, it's, they're working. So there's Next that. Next stop, my own hair salon. Know. You know what, though? Yeah. I've done because my hair's pretty damaged from dying. I dye my hair, guys, just so you know. Wait, what? It's I not, know. You're not a natural you're platinum not nat- blonde? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you didn't notice, these dark black roots. Okay. What, what what color is your hair naturally? It's like, it's lighter than your. Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's hair. Oh, you all have really dark hair. Is it so brown? Mine, it's brown, but like a dark brown, but really? not as dark as you. Okay. So like maybe a little more honey brown. Mm-hmm. But it's it's dark. My so sister's you're a brunette. really dark. Oh, totally. Wow. Okay. Through and through. Was not so, aware. Oh yeah. I mean, I knew that. That I knew that. You knew it's because it's platinum. Right. That, right. that was not your natural color. But I didn't realize that you were naturally that dark. No, really dark. So sometimes I have to dye my hair pretty often. Why did you turn your back on us, us dark-haired ladies? I, I was too dumb for the brunettes. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Given the brunettes a bad name. No, I I was in a show years ago, ten years ago, almost. And they asked me to dye my hair blonde, so I was like, okay. And then I never went back. What show is it? It was at a Six Flags. It was not that. I didn't was... know you worked at Six Flags. Well, in Utah, the the Six Flags is called Lagoon, and they have perform like summertime performers. And I was in the pop show, uh-huh. and I sang like Christina Aguilera, and we wore crazy outfits, and we had like a thousand costume changes. Yes. It was called Rock Rock U two the Top U two. <laughs> Yes, I was going to say. Yes. Uh, yeah. Rock you to the top. Did you like enter, come up on a stage? Yes, that up? out of the floor. And <gasps> I had wow. the mic here and there was smoke. It was really fun. That's like bucket list. I would love to just be lifted up from the stage. <laughs> I know. The fog. Yeah, that's, like, um, that's fucking awesome. And I wish the fans could have just seen all the hand, mo- hand movements <laughs> that Jenna did when she was describing coming up and the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I know. I'd use my hands too much yeah. for this. No, it's, just, it- it's great for us. Yeah. I just feel bad for the fans. <laughs> Two questions. Do you have any photos? Tons of photos. Oh, you'll have to bring some okay, in. I'll bring and some in. And hasn't everything been a letdown ever since? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you, you pee nothing tops yeah. coming out of the floor. Oh, man. Oh. I hate walking and through these doors. Do you remember that song, <laughs> Stuck on You? It's really old. It's like by Stacey Arico, and it's like, I'm stuck on you. Like that, right? Okay. Might, we need to Doesn't matter. So on the on the costumes we wore, they were those they were these silver suits like Britney Spears in that red suit. Oh, I but know ours that were suit. silver. Mm-hmm. Remember that? So ours were silver, and the song it was a it was a mont like a collection of songs. Yes, this song. Oh yeah, yeah. This was one of my solos. Oh, nice. So we're like dancing around, and we had Velcro on our costumes that pulled out, so wow. we would actually stick to the guys. And then they would use those pieces of cloth to like twirl us around and stuff. It was so awesome! Wow! wow. And and they needed you to be blonde. Yes, because all three of the girls that got cast were dark brown hair, and they said you'll you would most likely look the best just with the coloring and stuff. And so I dyed it, and then I was like, this works for New York. 
because I moved to New York right after. That mm-hmm. was the summer mm-hmm. before that. And then in New York, there weren't that many blondes, so it was kind of nice. Mm. I don't know. I have always felt that was, like... That was weird. I haven't heard that song in a while. Sorry. I've always <laughs> felt yeah. like if I were... Like, I could actually, I think, perhaps pull off platinum. You could. Because I, I feel like black and platinum are sort of similarly um, cold, I guess. Well, and you have, like, like we're both very white, mm-hmm. and the dark eyes would really pop out. Someday. Maybe. Maybe. And I'll then switch, it would be like, and I'll go dark. Oh! Yeah. Okay. We should get wigs we'll and just it. see what we look we'll like. Get yes. That, we'll get that goth kid to try it first to see how you look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He could be my stand-in. Um, all right. Well, I want to announce the winner of the Go to Meeting contest. So the question was, if you could host a Go to Meeting anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Um, and the winner is Dune, and he said at Dune on Twitter. At Dune, oh, no, Dune. excuse me. Yeah, good guy. Well, I see him on Twitter. He's now the winner of a $300 Apple gift card. And this is what he said: I would host a meeting while piloting a personal submarine in the Great Barrier Reef. And they were supposed to tweet a photo as well. And he tweeted this really cool photo. How did he do this photo? I think you went Photoshop. to Australia. <laughs> bought himself a personal submarine. Yeah, Photoshop. You could do that. Do you guys know Photoshop? I want to yep. learn. That's Matt's thing. Yeah. I know a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I just taught myself how to use Photoshop over the last six months or so with a lot of help from Gary and Chris. And I'm sure they would argue I'm not very good at it. Is that true, you guys? So I would this... make no such argument, yeah. but... But, but we're agreed. <laughs> no, he's great at it. Actually, he's he's comes along. He came along a lot faster than most people trying to just teach themselves. Allison, I can teach you how to use Photoshop while I teach you the football? rules of football. That's awesome. Right. I've oh, learned. God, I have learned. Right there, folks. <laughs> I've learned some things. I know what holding is. I heard you asking Adam football questions, and I thought if only I was there, I would have explained it. <laughs> yeah, what a loss for people who don't know. At our our Super Bowl party last year, off mic. Allison was just trying to ask me how the game is played, and while I thought I was doing a great job, I thought you it, you better job than anyone else has. I everyone think... else was laughing at this situation because here's it was the a thing. spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> like I I didn't care about the game. <laughs> Please don't take this the wrong way. Sure, everyone else approaches it with like a lifetime of watching football and a ton of football knowledge, and so they try to explain it to me, and I'm like, I'm already lost. Right. And it's the first sentence. I think you. I don't know about your – I don't know where you fall on the sports I have spectrum. a lifetime of watching football, but I don't have a lifetime of following teams and following records and, you know, really intimately knowing everything about the sport. But I have been watching the game since I was in elementary school, so I've kind of been forced to learn the general game plan, just how to – Understand the sport in a way that you can watch the game and enjoy it. Maybe you're just a natural teacher. Maybe well, that's you. what it is. But well, you broke yeah. it down. You made it more. It's you simplified it for me in a yeah. way that I understood a little more. So I can do um, it with Photoshop. That's my point. Perfect. I'll try to teach you. Let's do that. All right. And you know what? You know how you could teach me if we couldn't actually be in the same room? How? Go to meeting. Oh, my God. It's just that simple. Yes. Let's say you want someone to teach you Photoshop or you want someone to teach you football or let's say your boss needs to meet with you and you're like, I can't right now. I'm in Italy. I'm at a coffee house. I'm in a lagoon. I'm watching Jenna perform at Six Flags in Utah, which is called (laughs) Lagoon. Yeah. The lagoon, just lagoon. Lagoon. Yeah, there's a host of reasons why you can't actually be in the same space face-to-face. And don't let that stop you from getting all the work done that you would do if you were in the same place. Because you can just meet with GoToMeeting and you see each other in crystal clear quality. You can do this with your computer, with your iPad, with the phone. You see each other. 
crystal clear quality. You hear each other. Um, and it is just as efficient and it is so much more convenient than actually having to haul your buns to the office or whatever to meet with someone. Uh, we use it all the time around here and it works great. And I, I always say after I end a meeting, and then I go back to email. I feel a little bit lonely, but that's just me. Uh, we love GoToMeeting, and you guys should try it. You can start hosting me- a meeting in seconds from your computer or mobile device by signing up for a free 30-day trial. No credit card required to get started. So visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code Allison. That's GoToMeeting.com, promo code Allison. All right. And again, congratulations to at Dune on Twitter. Um, let us know how the Great Barrier Reef is. Yeah, great picture. Okay, let's do iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes Comment of the Week comes from EasyMac742, and it's titled Aryan Boyfriend for Life. That's not really the name of the show. For anyone who's not? unaware, it's not. <laughs> I know. What show have I been working on? <laughs> Episode number three with Mark Marin is one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's still on my iPad, and I have no plans to delete it. Your Thursday gang episodes remind me so much of dorm room hangouts that I can almost smell the pizza. Chris Marsh. Well, thank you sure, so much, pizza. Chris Marsh. Easy Mac. <laughs> Would you prefer butter sandwich? <laughs> Oh no. oh, no. Jenna also doesn't know about this. We got into a real, real heated debate. Hold on. Don't – then – you know what? Let's not tell her what anyone thinks. Ask her. I, I will. Okay. A real heated debate over something. Here's a question for you. Well, how – I don't know how to phrase it best. Is there such a thing as a butter sandwich? No. Gary, Gary No. You- <gasps> a butter sandwich. A sandwich with butter. Just butter on it. Two you're pieces that, of you're bread. You're saying that does not exist. Buttered. Stuck together. We're not asking if you would eat it or if. No, no. That's two pieces nope. of toast stacked on top of each other, right? Would you. Does it exist? No. A butter sandwich. All right, then I don't know what I was eating when I was 19, but <laughs> it was. You no, were eating was toast with butter eating. stacked on top of each other? All right. No, I, I might have whacked it. No, it's <laughs> wheat vindication. <laughs> I'm with you, Chris. Thank you. Butter sandwich? You know why? Because we're two halves of the same person. Oh, seriously, I knew it. you two yeah. are. I've never heard of it, but I also. Well, no, it's not a question of is it served in a fine dining establishment. It's now. Well, now can I fill her in on what the <clears throat> debate is? No. Well, okay. So I said, Allison like, at one, can fill one... her in. Thank you. <laughs> this is Allison <laughs> Rosen is your new best friend, not Arian Chris's friend or something. <laughs> Creep. Pew. <laughs> I'll start and you jump in, Chris, if if I need help. Um, so Chris said he used to eat butter sandwiches, butter in between two pieces of bread. And then Gary feels like that is not a thing. That is just toast put together. And so then this started like a very <laughs> – um, To be clear, Gary said that if the butter was thick enough, you had like a – Two-inch slab of butter. <laughs> I did not say two-inch. I said if there is an unmelted Gary, I'm chunk trying to of help butter. I can argue here. I'm trying to say that if there was a thick enough piece of butter, regardless of how many inches, the question or is whether it was. is it a sandwich or is it just toast or bread put together that has butter in between? Like, I sim- see. Yeah, I'm just saying Gary was willing to agree, and I am too, that there is such a thing of 
Thank you. That's what I ate. If you have super thick chunk of butter in between it, if you have, and I think this is what Gary was saying, if you've buttered a couple pieces of bread and the and the bread has absorbed the butter, it is therefore two pieces of toast pushed together. I understand together, that. Not a butter sandwich. What is the definition of a sandwich? Is it something with a protein right. in it? Webster's is it Dictionary bread? defines sandwiches uh, <laughs> any two pieces of bread. Did you just cut his mic? He did. I absolutely did. Webster's Dictionary defines kill yourself. And, Come and on. Any two Come on. pieces of bread with a filling in between. Did you actually look really? it up? Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Wait, but is it one filling, two fillings? Because filling, like to filling. me, it feels anytime. like a sandwich isn't a think sandwich. Of, think about it. What if it was mayo or mustard? Two pieces of See, bread with something such as meat, peanut butter, etc. between them. Well, kind of, butter kind of, is something. Between them, though. But when the yeah. butter absorbs oh. into the bread, it is no longer okay, between okay. them. I'm sorry that we brought it up again. <laughs> no, I brought it up again. I'm sorry. But... I love all of you. I just want you to know it's great to be back. <laughs> this feels great. I feel Thank like, you. I feel like like weight has being lifted off my shoulders as we're fighting about butter sandwiches. It's, being it's weird. It's like this weird. I know. It's nice. I was, I was thinking about it today in the shower. I was thinking. How I'm about us in the shower? I was. I was. Right. I was thinking how I'm so looking forward to coming in and doing this show. And how that's my feeling about this show versus, and I mean, I love doing the interview shows as well, but that is a little, there's a little more preparation involved and it just, afterwards I'm always, I always am really happy that I did it, but usually I, there's, I feel a little more pressure to sort, I don't know, I just, I have to, I have to be really focusing and really paying attention and it's just a much, whereas this is just like hanging out. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish we could do this every day. It's like we're in a dorm room. Yeah, I can smell the pizza. Is that pizza? pizza. Wow. There you yeah. Go. So thanks, you guys. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's do the email. Oh, let's play the Topic Sombrero song and then pull the email out of the hat. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. It's picking up Matt's drumming, right? <laughs> Got a little loud at the end there. Yeah. Nice, nice crescendo. Thank you. Hi, Allison and the Thursday gang. Uh, my wife and I have been a fan of the show since its inception, and we are both just thrilled silly by how it continues to brighten our lives twice a week. The Thursday show, as I am sure you are aware, is a great new way to entertain listeners. Last week's Hey, Go You Know What Yourself segment with... Wow, that's no. Last week's Hey Go Fuck Yourself segment with Chris's self incrimination was so brutally honest and thoughtful that it nearly brought me to tears. Then again, I cry every week at Parenthood, so I'm a bit of a low tide mark. Either way, the Thursday gang. Either way, Thursday gang. I wanted to share one of my Hey Go Fuck Myself moments. In 1998, I was at a local arts festival with a group of friends. Though we were all only 18 or 19, we got our hands on plenty of cheap beer and we marched around the festival as if we owned it. We stumbled upon a quiet rock folk concert in the corner of the festival a 50 something folk singer was playing a nice upbeat song and we all began dancing amongst a crowd of mostly older gray-haired listeners the singer finished her song and started telling a very sweet story but in my drunken state i was fucking pissed off that she was telling a story and not playing i heckled the shit out of her for the entire story repeated yell repeatedly yelling shut up and play and 
Your story is stupid. Now play. <laughs> Ugh. I can still feel the sharp stomach feeling, the sharp stomach feeling of embarrassment at myself. As people began to look around to see who the fucktard heckler was, I pulled that move that drunk guys think is awesome. I looked around as if to say, yeah, guys, who is this jerk screaming? <laughs> at this point, my drunk friends got me out of there, but still. Hey, Andrew, go fuck yourself. Thanks for letting me vent. That felt really good. I've gone to lengths to apologize to the mystery folk singer, but with no luck. Maybe if you read this on air, she'll hear it. Winky emoticon. Last thought, how about a new segment where fans write in stories like this to assume past guilt? You can call it, hey, go fuck myself, or hey, go fuck yourself like Chris did that one time. I like the first one. Yeah, (laughs) the first one's good. Thanks. The quiche was great, Andrew. (laughs) Um, Andrew, I hope you feel better. We've all done stupid stuff, although some of the stupid stuff that people have done is a little more mean-spirited than the stupid stuff I've done. I guess. Uh, I love that though. I like people writing in and I do too. I think that, yeah. F myself. Listeners, if you guys want to uh assuage your guilt and let us know Feels some of this I, I see I sound judgmental when I say that. I mean, I'm sure I've I'm sure there's stuff I've done that I'm you know what? Oh, and well, now I'm Uh-oh. here I I slept with someone that my sister liked. So I, that's <laughs> wow. like probably one Whoa. of the worst things I've ever done. So hey go fuck myself. Play it. Nice. Hey Hey Fuck yourself. I sound like a tyrant. Play it. <laughs> Play it. <laughs> and then also I barked at Gary. Play it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we all have them. Yeah. I'm trying. I know I do. Let me. I'll just think about it. Let's. All right. While you're thinking yeah. about that, that story reminded me of uh, something I did pretty recently as well. It Uh-oh. was because, uh, you know, when he said he was drunk and he did some things and then like that sick, that sick stomach feeling he got yeah. when he found out or when he thought about what he did. Um, you know my 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 pickup line, the uh, um, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll dance with you. Yeah, you. yeah, that. <laughs> well, uh, between my friends, we had this other one that was like uh, a joke, and it was the uh, like a girl would walk by and you say, "Oh, hey, let me uh, let me clear a seat for you," and then you wipe your mouth, <laughs> and, you, like, and then you like flick, flick and then it, it's really gross. Yeah, and it, it's always just a joke. Like, you never you never say. It. But I got so drunk one night, and then I wake up on my friend's couch, and I was like, "Oh, what happened?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, we took you home from the bar." And, like, my friend's girlfriend's just explaining. She's like, hey, you just kept walking up to girls and wiping your mouth, saying something and wiping your mouth. And she didn't know what the what it, what it was. And when she told me that, I was freaking out. <laughs> to actually said that to people. And, yeah, and I just got this awful feeling in my stomach from from uh, actually saying that to humans. <laughs> so is that the first, like, number one worst thing you've ever done? Or? Oh, no. Have you revealed what it is? The, the top one? Yeah. No. Oh, well, I'm then you should. Yeah. Oh, I think this week's a great week. This okay. actually is a good week for it. Yeah. All right, sure. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, it's subjective, but uh, it actually, I guess it's fitting because uh, it was a couple Halloweens ago. Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all about the holidays. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I go to, we went to a San Diego, me and, and a few friends, and I had a girlfriend at the time, and uh, basically... We're we're just partying for Halloween. There's like they they do this block party thing in the in the gas lamp district, and my girlfriend really wanted to do something for Halloween because she's not from she wasn't from around here. This is like her first Halloween in California. Uh, so we're having fun, and uh, and then my best friend and her kind of get into a little altercation, and and she's basically asking me to stand up for her, and um and saying you know like she did the worst thing. What I think is the worst thing for me, like you could do to me was. My last boyfriend would have stood up for me. Why aren't you like oh, yeah. and com- always comparing me to her her last boyfriend? And I couldn't stand it. And I was a um, I was a little drunk. Uh, I know that's an awful excuse. And I hate using it, but um, and I don't know if it was just me like trying to shut her up 
or actually stand up for. I think it was the first one. Um, but I go out into the hallway of the hotel that, that my my friend works for this company that the hotel we're singing. So we got like a deal. So like, and I go out. He's out in the hallway, and I just start running at him like, "Hey, what you what like Jersey Shore style like <laughs> like meathead like Hey, what, what are you like talking when Ronnie and like Sammy got into it? And that's he put exactly her bed I was, on the, that's the porch. That, Ronnie. I was Ronnie. Oh no! And I just like went into my best friend like since the sixth grade. Um, I went, I like went in his face and I'm like trying to hit him and he thinks I'm joking at first, but then like, I'm really trying to hit him. He's like, what? And he's huge. He's like huge muscles and, I, and I'm scrawny and like, a, he's a, Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I'm, I'm trying to f- fight him and he like, and then he's like, sees that this is serious. And then out of nowhere, I grab a, like one of the room service trays. I grab a bowl of cold tortilla soup that, you know, that one of like the rooms left outside and I chuck it as hard as I can at him. Including the bowl. Oh, with yeah, I chucked the bowl. Would have been really hard to just chuck yeah. the soup at it. I stuck my hand in the soup and <laughs> No, but you could have fl- shoveling it out. <laughs> you could have yeah. flung flung oh, yeah, the soup true. at him. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, okay. I'll shut up now. No, no, no. Oh man. And uh and I just, it it went so fast and it, it barely it barely missed his it missed him, but oh. it hit his face and shatters to pieces in the wall right behind him. And this is like his job, so he's like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Like, I didn't even do anything, I, and he really didn't. Like, er, like she was just flipping out over nothing. Uh-huh. And bitches, uh, man. Yeah. Um, and Get so that drop. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, and I'm just trying to, and then all of a sudden, like, I threw this bowl. I've never been in a fight with him in my whole life, and that was the first time. And um, keep, oh, keep in mind, I'm dressed like a deer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing like brown tights and I'm dressed, duh. <laughs> As if we weren't all assuming that. The story is so much better now. I know. Are you keep in the mind. Lead? Keep in mind. Lead, although it's like an aside. Why yeah. would you dress like a deer? I don't want you what? to derail. It too was far. Halloween. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. but I've, I've still, but still, yeah. Wait, hold on, deer <laughs> Halloween. Did you have in? eight other friends who were dressed as a deer and oh, one fat yeah. guy dressed as Santa? This is going to be very telling. I was a deer and she was a hunter. Ooh. Yeah. It's very once upon a time. Yeah. So she was going to spear you? <laughs> oh! <laughs> no. <laughs> um, anyway, so it, it, as soon as that bowl just shatters all over the hallway, and, like, I tossed it with all, like, my, my as much gusto as, as I could possibly throw it at him, um, like, everything just stopped, and... Gusto? Gusto. I know. That's what I was going to let it go. Thinking. I was going to let it go. I couldn't. It was I thought that about <laughs> I all I, I I stopped listening. We all changed the look at that moment, <laughs> and, and I went to my drawers and I took out my regular clothes. Yeah. Um, and I just remember just being in the fire escape, crying for like two hours because I was so bummed that I felt like I, I felt like our friendship was done. Like I and um, you know one of my other friends had to like talk me, and he he, he eventually forgave me. And, and now like every time we eat. <laughs> he throws a bowl of soup at you. No, every time there's like any soup anywhere, like he flinches, like as a joke. But even when he does, like I still feel awful. And that, like I know, like like that destroying strangers Christmas decoration sounds awful. But to me, doing that to my best friend and choosing someone else over him, who I've known like all my life, uh, is like the worst, the worst thing. What happened with me. her? Oh, we're no longer. Well, <laughs> I know, but I mean, oh that. How- how much longer were you guys together? And like, was oh, this a couple sh- months. Like it was, yeah, it was. You know, it was just 
it just became a really awkward trip. That was like the first trip that we took out with like all the Ironically, she was girlfriend. trampled by a deer. <laughs> nice. So, uh, can you guys all help me remember the next time Joe Coy's in here, we need to get him to say Gusto? Yes. <laughs> yes. I said Gusto. I, I, uh, um, um, so wait, what did she think? What had happened between your friend and and her? They were, they, I don't know. They were just. I think they got in like some sort of weird food fight or uh, no, not food fight. I got in a food fight. It was just like something harmless. And then like I guess like she tried to run away and she like hit hit her knee or something. I don't know what it was, right. but it was not like it was so small that I don't even remember what it was. And it's it's really interesting. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if Jenna is processing this how I the way I am, which I think is just like a hair different maybe than how you guys are. Cause I think that what I'm realizing is that thing of like the, you just don't ever turn your back on your best, your male best friend and how that bond is so much stronger. Whereas I'm thinking, I don't, like, I don't think it's cool for uh, women to lady Macbeth, their men into taking action. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. actually a, a shitty thing to do, but I also think, well, there's something to be said though for siding with yeah, your take, girlfriend. Get my back. Yes. Like I know, and I, I you know, I'll, I want to have their back, but it's just at that moment, like I should, I should have thought about it a little bit more and who, like, how long I've known her versus uh, him and things right. like that. Um, but yeah, so it just, uh, and it, like, it still haunts me. Is like, I can't believe I have ever done that to. Is it because you just came at him with such a crazy energy? Yeah, out of nowhere. I, I don't even know where I got that energy from. I've never been like in a real fight or anything, and I tried to start with men, and it was weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Hol- Halloween dress, dear Chris, uh, you should go f yourself. I don't know. I was trying to keep carrying to <laughs> do hey, the thing. Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. No, he knows when when you when you slow down and point. He knows that's. Oh, is that yeah? That's, that's the, the move. That's I did the, the cue. Move. Yeah, you did. Okay, but then, so yeah, you second guess yourself. Did I not yourself. have enough gusto? <laughs> gusto. <laughs> no, that was good. Now you're just forcing it. <laughs> yeah, you you know what, your you friend? Know, I, oh, go yeah, ahead. No, no go you ahead. Go. I was just saying, I, I, I kind of feel the same way as you. It's like, I, I, for me, it's like, I guess you feel bad because you went at him with that force. However, yeah, I don't know. I feel the same way as you, Allison, I think. Like, well, I think because we... Because we're girls. Yes. And because if, <laughs> if your boyfriend... The bros over hoes thing. That's, that's, that's right. what it is, right? That's really that's, a lesson that needs to be learned yeah. <laughs> that is. before hoes. I, okay. I remember... <laughs> I feel like that phrase genuinely friends, offends Jenna. <laughs> Every, each time you guys said that word, she kind of flinched a little. I bros? did. I, well, yes, bros. Well, it is, yeah. Is it the word hose or is it the sentiment? It's the sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're hoes. Right. Uh, hey, bros. That that drop. Drop. We're hoes. Hoes? What? filled yeah, with great drops. Allison drops. <laughs> I think three. that when your boyfriend expresses more allegiance to his friend than to you, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. I but that. I understand that it sounds like your girlfriend was um, melodramatic. I was going to say being a crazy cunt, but that as well. Oh. So there's oh, also see, a tra- he feels bad about that oh, too. No. Don't let no. All right. Was she Sorry, being a crazy coont? No, <laughs> no. That's that's gusto. <laughs> um, anyway, what I was going to say is, you know, what your friend needs. It, all your friends need it. It's legal Zoom. 
There's two reasons why now is the perfect time to start your business. Reason number one, the economy is picking up, and the longer you wait, the longer you delay your potential success. And number two, right now, you can incorporate your business or form an LLC at LegalZoom.com for just $99. LegalZoom's online process guides you step-by-step, and you get total customer support. So it couldn't be easier. LegalZoom provides self-help services at your specific direction and can connect you to an attorney. But they're not a law firm, so you save a pile of money, and you get an extra discount when you enter out. Allison in the referral box at checkout. So don't put this off. For incorporations, trademarks, patents, and more, just go to LegalZoom.com right now with the discount code Allison. That's LegalZoom.com. Use the discount code Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N. Okay. Oh, so I, yes. I'm sorry. Can I just say something? Yes, I know, you can. Um, just re- um, before the, the live read there, um, I, w- I just want to make clear that I, it was my fault, not her fault that I did that. I feel like it was, and I, I, I don't want you to think like I had a bitchy girlfriend. It was still my decision, and I'm aware of that. She right. sounds bitchy. Okay. <laughs> it was just, uh, just tossing that I out mean, there. That's my, that's okay. my decision. That was very honorable. Yeah. Very honorable. <laughs> oh, oh, so now you stick up for her. Oh, no, I guess you did. I guess you did then, too. Um, okay, so I've been debating whether there's the... There's a topic that I want to go into, but I'm afraid it's just going to be too long. But I also still sort of want to go into it, um, Dude, which is – It's your world. We just live in it. OK. Well, th- this is your world too. It's – don't I, I feel like people are going to get nervous when I start, but don't worry. It's not going to be bad. I just want to share – I just want to offer a little bit more, uh, more of my take on the whole dingo boy situation which is something that came up on the Adam Carolla show. Mm. And um, I know that not everyone who listens to this show listens to that show, uh, but so in, in a way at times it is a companion piece. Uh, sometimes this show is. So anyway, I'm trying, I'm trying, there's so many little bits and pieces of it though, so I'm trying to figure out how to explain it in a way that's not super boring but also explains it. Okay, so Dingo Boy is this um, sketch – bit thing the radio thing that adam used to do a long time ago and it was syndicated and stuff and um uh and it was on k-rock and a bunch of other stations so he brought in he started i I forget why but he started he was talking about it and he played a clip of it and um he said that like i i don't remember exactly what he said but i knew that jimmy kimmel was one of the voices in it and he said that he thought that his um roommate ralph at the time, Ralph Garman was also in it. And so then he plays it, and it is Dingo Boy, who's this boy raised by dingoes, um, going to Las Vegas to see Siegfried and Roy, but their their characters are called Sigmund and Freud in the thing. I'm probably just going to say Siegfried and Roy, though, because it's easier. So anyway, um, so it plays, and then there's also these other characters in there, and there's an announcer who's, like, welcoming them to the casino. And so when the announcer talks, Adam, my memory of it is that Adam's like, that's Jimmy Kimmel. And then also when... Oh, and then there's an announcer who's announcing the show, the Siegfried and Roy show, and then Adam's like, that's Jimmy Kimmel. So anyway, this thing goes on. Um, and then at the end of it, though, um, you hear the, D, like, the DJ come on from their ends, like, we're going to have blah, 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 blah. And so Adam is upset over the fact. He's like, someone's got to listen to these ahead of time. And he's upset over, the, over that. And so then I... <sighs> Like inserted myself in the middle there and asked a question, which was a genuine question, but I think that I should have not like darted into that line of fire. Which is, and I'm like, so wait, who? I, I forget exactly what I said, but I was like, so wait, who were Sigmund or who played Siegfried and Roy? And he's like, get su- get. This is again my take on it. Um, kind of jumped down my throat and was like, Jimmy Kimmel. 
Like that didn't I didn't I didn't I say that? Like that's why that's why I kept saying it was Jimmy Kimmel. Like as if I'm some idiot. And my thing is kind of like, hey, I I think he would agree that I'm pretty on the ball. I pay attention and I track what's going on. So what I didn't say, but I will say to you guys is like, so if I'm asking a question, a listener might also have that question. Like it's a a legitimate question. And also regardless, no need to jump down my throat because I don't (laughs) like people standing inside my throat and jumping. But instead he's like, he catches himself pretty quickly and he's like, because I think what I think he was already upset and I think that it got turned on me, but he doesn't usually come at me like that. So he's like, uh, so I'm being a douche. Sorry. Um, and then kind of goes back to it and he's like, but didn't I say that it was Jimmy Kimmel? And then he asked Brian and Brian doesn't remember that he said it was Jimmy Kimmel either. Um, and so then there's this talk of like, Let's go back and listen to it, but then we don't. And that was that. But I sat there like, what the fuck was that? And then walking away from it thinking, the weird thing is that he acknowledged that he was being a douche. Why did that actually somehow make me feel worse? And I don't know why, and I can't get to the bottom of it. My therapist, who's now involved in this, was like, don't you see that that's huge for him? And I'm like, uh, not, I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think it's because... If someone says to you, I'm so sorry, I should not have come at you with that tone, blah, 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 the end. But he was – from him, and the, it reminds me of, of my parents, which is what – I mean, everything is about your parents usually, but everything's about my parents for everyone. Um, <laughs> it, I think it was that thing where it's like – he was like, I know – Perhaps I'm not quite being fair and it sounds like I'm being a douche, but I'm just so upset by this thing and I can't like it's like he couldn't control how upset he was. I think that's how I was perceiving it, which is why it didn't make me feel better that he called himself on being a douche. I also think sometimes when people do that, it's acknowledging the fact that like, oh, yeah, you were being rude to me. Somehow it made it more humiliating. It's like, oh, that means you were being rude to me. And now you don't you're maybe not as sorry as as I want you to be necessarily. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, I think so. Although the funny thing, and this happens so frequently on the show, it felt like a very big thing. And then when I went back and I actually watched it on on Video Podcast Network, I was like, oh, it it was so much more minor than it felt at the time. But I went back and I listened, not from the beginning, though, but I listened to like that bit. And he didn't ever say specifically Jimmy Kimmel is this person. Um, So I was like, oh, yeah, I was right. Duh. This is, again, (laughs) there's a twist coming. But I was like, duh, yeah. If I was wondering about it, then it wasn't that clear. The end. Until (laughs) (laughs) until. I, I like, hear, you know, before the show that there's going to be more Dingo Boy. I'm like, oh, he's bringing in more episodes of Dingo Boy. And I think I heard Gary say, yeah, I've got that Dingo Boy stuff for you. Assuming we're just going to hear another episode. But instead, what we hear is a clip from that show where Adam says, let's do Siegfried and Roy because I think Jimmy Kimmel is one of them. And so he plays this. And then I'm like, there you go. And then he, but he sets it up by saying like, and you and Brian said I didn't say it, blah, 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 blah. So then he plays this and I'm like, I'm very taken aback because I definitely did not think that that's what he had said. Um, And I think there was a couple minutes in between when he said that and when we went into the rest of the thing. But then 
he continues talking, setting up the next clip. But it's like that thing where all I'm hearing is just, and I'm seeing the mouths moving and things are slowing down. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, garish, you know. Uh, and and uh, and I'm, just, I'm so like, what? Ah! That's how I felt. So then I said, hang on a second. Did you play that to show that you were right or that we were wrong or both? And then he said both, which I thought was actually quite honest. <laughs> and then he explained that it was – well, I think this is kind of what I heard from his explanation. And this is what I can understand. This thing of he thought he had said this. We said he didn't say it. And it was driving him fucking crazy because he knew he said it. So he had to prove that he had said it. And that – I actually, because people have tweeted me and been like, yeah, that was a dick, you know, good, good, good on you for having the courage to call him on being a douche. But I actually completely understand where he's coming from, because one of my least favorite sensations in the universe is when I feel like my perception is not lining up with what other people are telling me is reality. I might not choose to play a clip of it, but I do understand that. But I think the reason I had that reaction when he brought it up, though, was because for me, I was what upset me was the way he to my mind, jumped down my throat, the way he was so impatient with me when I asked what I think is a decent question, especially on a show. It's like, why not? There's not if we were in a car together, I probably wouldn't have asked the question because I don't think I would have cared to have to find out. But it's like on a show. Yeah. Why not have a chance to tell the audience again who the people yeah, were and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think he was just upset. He was not in a great mood that night. Um, but also the debate changed a little bit because initially it was a question of he said that he had said repeatedly who it was and like it was so obvious and then it suddenly morphed into didn't I say it once (laughs) so I didn't have the presence of mind to explain that but yeah but still Anyway, the end. So I guess my whole point of all this is I was upset about I was upset about the way he had treated me, which I, I still don't think was awesome. Um, but I do actually understand why he wanted to clarify it, and I can relate to that. Okay, <laughs> let's do some just mirror everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Everyone. All right, Gary, you have one. Uh, yeah, I've been. It's uh, topic sombrero, just me or everyone. Uh, this comes from Megan. Hey, uh, hey, is it just me or everyone? Targeted to the Thursday crew. Keeping a pair of tweezers in your in my car because the light at various times of the day is the best for tweezing eyebrows. Sorry, guys, you may think this doesn't apply to you, but having them handy when the light is just right is so priceless. They're also handy for plucking stray gray hairs. Turning thirty really opened my eyes to this shit. Thanks, Megan. Also handy because sometimes you're in that perfect light and you're like, holy shit, there's a hair going out of my chin. Totally. Yeah. And it's the worst because then you go somewhere and if you don't have pluckers, you're like, everyone sees it. Yeah, no. Everyone's thank staring God at I it. God, I have tweezers because I can't show myself in public even Absolutely. though based on the length of this hair I've been going out for a week like <laughs> no, this. No, we I have. No. They sprout overnight. I, what that's the fuck? Exactly. I have yeah. a theory that something happens hormonally oh, that and makes it, it grow an entire really eyelash out of your fast. chin. Yes. Yes. I have. There's yes, one. It has to be. It's like in the same place every single. <gasps> Do right we here. both have one? Right here. Yes. It's underneath I the chin. I hate it. It's so strange. I hate it. Is this girl talk? <laughs> <laughs> is it getting you hot? 
Do you ever have this happen? Where Take you, it in. Yeah, drink it in. Do you ever have this happen where you go to pull it with the tweezers and you just nick it and then it like curls up? Yes. <laughs> or, or it curls or you accidentally take like all of it except and, the teeniest, tiniest little bit and then you have to like yes. really delicately figure out how to grab it. Hey, Matt, so my penis was doing something weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, mine yeah. too, man. Oh, yeah. Tweezers. Don't yeah. compare your man part to my one hair that grows on right. my chin. But I will tweeze <laughs> with impunity at stoplights. Absolutely. And I think people must look over and think, what a hirsute woman that must be. I don't know. It's your car. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's what I want to add to this because I, I cannot in any way relate to any of this. You don't pluck the hairs out no, of your I don't. chin. No, I certainly do not. But I will say that I wish that I had a pair of tweezers regularly in my car because if you do get a splinter or something like that, there is nothing you want to do more than get that thing out of your finger or whatever yes. is in your arm. So I never have tweezers with me. I kind of thinking maybe I should start doing you that. Should. You I should. I go out to my car. Problem solved. Yeah. Do it. Right, but how yeah. often do you have splinters? It's been a long time for me. I do a lot of woodworking while I drive. I don't know if you're aware of that. <laughs> I was not. After it's producing Ace on the it's House always whittling. for a couple of years, I just thought, yeah, just start whittling. Just do it. No, I. this girl's dead on. Got to have them. Got to have them. All right. I do get gray hairs. You do? Well, yeah, I'm Asian. I've been getting them since I was like 10. Is that an Asian thing? I think so. Yeah, totally. From being over that. an overachiever or from I don't know what it, genetics? I, yeah, I, don't know. I think it's, it's genetics. Yeah. All my, all my Asian friends, we've been getting gray hair since we were kids. Weird. Yeah, just like right, random ones. Huh. I, thought, I thought your theory was that you're going to age the best because you're, you're Asian. Oh, I am. My face. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And, and like the majority of my hair is black. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I still stand. Another thing you guys have in common, great hair. Mm. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I have the, the occasional, sometimes more than occasional, gray now, too. We should, There's just, do you want to breed? We should breed. <laughs> what would our kids would have? Amazing Great hair. hair, and they'd be open and vulnerable. Love it. <laughs> That's an awesome car. It would be awesome in middle school. <laughs> but the one vulnerable kid with gray hair would have no problems. <laughs> I know. All right. Philip Lancaster says, anytime an actor is wearing boxers in a scene, I wonder if wardrobe stitch the fly clothes so nothing pops out. I've never wondered that, but now I want to. I can't even think of one scene <laughs> in one movie where an actor is only wearing boxers. I, Mis- I can't. Right? I've, no, told, I've told Matt this story. I was watching Fast 6. For the first time I was watching Fast 6, one of the opening scenes was Vin Diesel um, and like this really hot Brazilian girl just both in bed. And she's like draped over him and the, the camera's panning, like sweeping uh, across the bed. And I'm just watching the scene like – it's pretty hot because she's naked, he's naked. But the first thing, the first thought that came to my head was, huh, Vin Diesel's an Audi. <laughs> like, yeah, and it just, and I, I really don't know what that says about me, but it's just, I noticed that and then I thought to myself, like, oh, that's an interesting thought that that's what I noticed first. But And then you continued to check out the hot bit. Yeah. After and then I was you like, I wonder if Audi. his boxes are so shut. Andy Beach says if a high end sports car drives by I avert my gaze to withhold any satisfaction the owner would get from my stares that takes strong willpower to not watch that asshole drive by in his next car (laughs) I've never done that but I yeah I I look just so you know like it looks like I'm a car guy like oh yeah check out that car guys like that you can appreciate yeah 
I don't feel better having talked about the Dingo Boy situation. Sorry, still there, (laughs) (laughs) just sitting there feeling not better. You don't, you You know what I think it is. I think there's this, and and by the way, we do it to ourselves. Feeling of walking on eggshells sometimes around here, and I don't think it's necessary. Hence my talking about this. And in fact, on the show, sorry, we'll we'll go back to just Marilyn in a second. But when I I asked him why he played the clip. I don't know if he had some reaction that I wasn't aware of outside of the show, but like on the show, it totally he seemed totally fine. So, um, still uncomfortable. Okay, I want candy. Says whenever I see a new baby, it's been great knowing you guys. Whenever I see a new baby, I can't help but think about how the baby just came out of that mother's woohoo. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I've done that. My sister had a baby like three weeks ago, and I, the, I when I saw her in Utah, I thought that immediately because i was like the baby when you saw the baby wow yeah her and the baby both of them together it's like that was in you last week that the weirdest part is that the very end when it's like the full-size baby yes full-size yes was in you that baby was in you yeah oof how was childbirth for her she did it with no painkiller, no epidural. Oh. Natural. Mean, yeah, all natural. Wow. Nine and a half pounds, baby. Holy Jesus cow. Jesus Christ. I know. She That's does right. CrossFit. And I <laughs> asked her, is it Jeez. harder <laughs> to do push a baby out or do CrossFit? And she was like, that's not even oh, a I funny thought, comparison. I okay. thought you meant she does CrossFit. Like, that's how she did it. She does CrossFit. Well, so she's, well to... she's in really good shape because mm-hmm. of it. But she... She was mad that I would even compare. But I, I feel just, like that's a good question. Right? Yeah. Thank you. I was like, what's harder? And she's like, that's not funny. I'm like, whoa, okay. My bad. I don't I think I that's am an okay so scared question. to have a baby. Yeah. See, a friend of mine told who gets really, really bad menstrual cramps, she said that she feels like childbirth really isn't gonna be that much more painful than really, really bad cramps. And I was like, Oh, then I then I feel like I know what that's well, like. Yeah. But then she ended up having to have a C section. Oh, she so was she supposed to report back. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's just more aggressive cramps. But is it on that spectrum or is it because I don't it's know. really supposed to be the most pain any human being can yeah, feel. Right. I think the most pain for a man is passing a kidney stone maybe and the most that pain That does sound like it would hurt. That sounds awful. Yeah. I have a friend who did that. Ugh. Okay, so you I'll have a baby, you guys get a kidney stone uh, and no we'll no, I'm just I'm passing that. I, when I, I don't want to have I, a baby yet either. <laughs> no, no. When I was a kid, you know, I'd, like girls would be like, "Oh, you're the ones who have to have the baby, so we have it harder." And my my response is always, "Well, we have to propose." And that's gonna that takes like a lot of mental uh, toll on. That's you. more painful than childbirth. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, for some reason that made it equal in my head when I was a kid. That's like, kind oh, of we have adorable. to propose. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. That no. is so sweet. Now I know it's. Yeah, you guys probably have it worse. Well, listen, I don't know. I I'm not ready. I'm not there yet. Mentally, that just sounds like the worst thing. I wonder how often people propose and the answer is no. Because I think you the 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 vast majority of proposals you gotta know they're not a surprise are, right I mean that's I had my ring picked out and bought before I got proposed to really yeah so I knew it was coming how how did you arrange that because I I had the conversation where I said I'd like to pick out my ring but then I felt like I don't I hope I'm not jumping the gun here mm. and I that was really weird and then he proposed and then we got the ring much later oh okay. Well, that works too, though. Yeah. Well, I just knew, he knew, he's like, I know you really well and I know you're going to want to pick the ring and I'm going (laughs) to ask, I want to marry you, so let's just like figure this out so I don't screw it up when I ask Oh, that's like a pre-proposal. Yeah, we Mm. knew. Yeah. My my friend just proposed to his girlfriend. What he did was 
he had her mom take her out just to go shopping and then they went to a jewelry store like oh let's just try and ring just for fun and then she picked out the one that she liked and then he asked they held it and then he went with the mom and bought it so and that's how he knew so there's a little trick i guess of trade that's a good way to do it Mm -hmm. right or ask her sister if she has a sister or something like that um, but really, I w- listeners, have you proposed to anyone and been turned down? Let us know. Jason Dix says, when I'm in an elevator of a tall building, I roll my eyes when I see they've renumbered the floors to exclude the number 13. That is I am amused by it, usually. When I was a kid, my, my dad worked on the penthouse level of a building, which was very clearly the 13th floor, like 12 and then a P for penthouse. You're not fooling anybody. Yeah. Same thing on the 14th floor. It's like, but wait, isn't, are. isn't that every elevator? Most of them don't have a 13th floor. Like 90% of buildings don't have 13th floors. He rolls his eyes a lot. That's when he's in tall buildings. Right, exactly. But I guess, is it still a tradition or is it like 90% of buildings built before 1995? Or is it. I still think it still goes. It still goes. It does. It's weird. It's really weird. What a weird. Unspoken rule now. Superstition that we all, uh, you know, go by. It's really odd. Yeah. It's as if that that superstition has been universally accepted as a truth. Right. Which makes (laughs) absolutely no sense when you think of reality. Um, In other countries, is there this unlucky? I think there's a. I don't think other countries have buildings that go that high. Yeah. Yes, they do. Trace (laughs) it. What? Damn it, Matt. And I'm just like, yeah. I just went along with it. She's still thinking about Dingle I think it's another number. No, I, I bet in another culture, what... it's another number. Yeah, I think I think nine is one of the is an Asian thing. Yeah, I feel like it's another number overseas. In... Is it, Chris? No, I, <laughs> listen, like, I, I think know. a specific culture, like J- Japanese or Chinese, I think nine is their thing. But uh. like, there are superstitions all over the world. But good one. I don't roll my eyes. Wait, is anyone here superstitious? I don't think so. No. Not really. Like, what do you mean? So like, everyone is a little bit. Traditionally superstitious? No, like, I don't believe in any of that, but when someone opens an umbrella indoors, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> are you insane? And Because my, my mom will do that, and she'll be like, if she's buying an umbrella, she's like, well, I have to try it out. I'm like, okay. As a kid, I, I throw always... throw salt over my shoulder. I think as a kid, I always liked the kind of idea of superstition. I used to love the number 13. If I saw 13 anywhere, I got really kind of excited about it. I grew up with a black cat. So I just, but you like scary movies, right? Yeah. I love scary movies. So I never, for me, I felt like I never was really tempting fate. Yeah. I'm never excited to see a black cat cross my path. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't walk under uh, ladders. So maybe I am weirdly superstitious. I think I'm superstitious in the fact that I try not to be superstitious. Like, like in baseball, um, if you like, there's so many superstitions in baseball. Uh, if you like step on the chalk when you're, you know, going out in the field, uh, it's bad luck. So everyone would always step over the chalk. But when I would play, I would kind of step on it just a little bit every, you know, every other inning, just like, all right, all superstitions are gone. Like I'm just going to play regular and there's nothing like, and sometimes I would dodge it. And maybe that is its own superstition, just trying not to be superstitious. I think so. Yeah, because you're kind of giving into the superstition a little bit. It has a little bit of power. Right. I haven't thought about this when, you know, a few years ago, a decade ago, when there was just like AOL before internet was really what it was. You would get like um, like chain letters that would say, you know, you have to send this to yes. a certain amount of people in such and such time or you're going to have bad romantic luck. They're going to wear their shoes on your Exactly. On your and I, <laughs> I, this is kind of weird to make the association with these things. But I feel like 
growing up with those chain letters and not really sending them and still being very happy with my life, that actually led to me not thinking that any superstitions were worthy of attention. Interesting. You see what I'm saying? I know it's kind of weird to make that connection, but I think that actually just timing-wise how old I was, it made me realize that there's really nothing to be afraid of. Right, because you were – uh, supposedly ushering in right, death to never, someone close to you or whatever. Yeah, it never those, came. Yeah, yeah. I always that's where I I always drew the line with those two because I felt like because people would forward them and they'd be like, "Not going to take any chances." Winky right. face. <laughs> it's like well, this that's is, a this is spam. Self, yeah, if ever there was. Yeah, people who they forward still those, do it though. I know they still I exist. Saw, right? Yeah, my friend's daughter. She's eleven and she's on Instagram and I follow her and her. Instagram, she did it the other day, like, send this to 10 of your friends or your dad is going to die. So then I took a picture of it and sent it to him and be like, you're going to die. It's <laughs> so crazy. But it still happens. Wait, your dad okay? He's fine. Okay. He made it. Superstitions aren't real. Her Don't dad give them was the power. one that started it just to see. <laughs> she she cared about me. Just to test her. <laughs> do you, also, do you remember there were ones where there'd be a list of questions and you're supposed to answer it? It'd be like, what's your favorite color? What's your this? What's your this? And then you would forward that to someone, and then they have to forward it, and then you have to send it back to the first person. And there was so much of this pre-social networking before there were actually social networks. I totally remember the the questionnaires. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jim Ray says, what's with this trend of smart people beginning statements with the word so? I don't know, but I do it sometimes. I know. I probably have done it a couple times this show. What does that mean? um, So whatever. I mean, oh, like that? Yeah. So, so, what exactly so what's been saying? going on? And also, yeah. I think I it's like, ask, ask me a question. So what exactly went on with Dingle Boy? Okay, so Adam, blah, blah, blah. Like Got that it. too. Yeah. Got it. Um, kind of a knowing so. He did say that there's smart people who do it. So maybe. I think he's talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is possibly the most. Um, when he's talking about you, he's talking about us. Us? <laughs> yeah. He might not be talking about me us abe lopez says good afternoon oh that i think is a reference to us saying that no one ever says so no one says good afternoon i get weirded out when i think about the number of people in the world that are having sex right now sometimes out, yeah right i've word. never done that oh i do it now thank you abe gosh i don't get weirded oh. out i don't think about it like right now while we're sitting here recording but I will say that definitely, like, if you're at a hotel or Vegas. something, oh, yeah. and you're, like, in the Vegas. pool, you <laughs> always so have to think crazy. how last... many people are having sex in their rooms right now, how many people have had sex in this pool that I'm in right now. Yeah, yeah The I last totally time I was in a time. hotel, like, I want to say, like, 13, 13 floor. floors up, yep. uh, it's a glass window, <laughs> and this girl just is naked, like, and displaying herself, and the whole pool is just going wild. Like, all the waiters, like, stop in their tracks of their trays, and they're just <laughs> looking up, and everyone's just cheering, and she's, like, dancing for them, and she's totally naked. And then she, they, she starts doing some gross shit. Like, she would, like, snail trail on the window. Ew! Like, yeah. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, this guy appears, and everyone's cheering him on, and they just start doing it Wait, in front well, of everybody in the pool. Where was this? And they're kids. It was uh, at the uh, Vidara Hotel in uh in one Las of the fancy Vegas. ones. Yeah. So we're just in the pool, and I'm and I'm pissed because I didn't wear my contacts, so I I can <laughs> barely see what's going on. But um, but like I was still able to make it out, and everyone just going nuts, and yeah, it was it was How insane. Weird. Yeah, and like nobody stopped him, even though all the employees were just watching and cheering it on. Ugh, yeah, that's gross. gross. And they're just they're going at Ew. it for a while. It also answers this question that I've had, which is I just assumed that all hotel windows are tinted and are nope. I don't know. She was she was. She was pushing boobs on that glass. 
Russian boobs. That is something. Yeah. Yeah. It was a... That was a spectacle. I like how both girls are totally grossed out by this. I'm like, that's a fucking amazing story, man. I just think the children. Yeah, Yeah, no, there were kids there. Yeah, I have an issue with that. Come on. That weirded me out for for .01 seconds. How many times have I been in a hotel room and changed and not put down the Yeah, don't do it by the Don't. No, I'm just talking about changing. Oh, even that. I just assume you don't. I'll never go by a Because like a doctor's office, those are always mirrored or whatever. So you don't. Especially at night when the room's lit. Like, yeah. oh, it's so easy to see inside those things I hear. Tom Basong, <laughs> <laughs> creeper, says, just me or everyone, when I see an old sneaker on the side of the road, I automatically assume somebody died there. I don't, but I wonder what happened to put one shoe there. Yeah. I always think someone, I've, I've thought like, oh, I bet someone got really mad at their sibling and took their shoe and threw it out the window. <laughs> no? Maybe? Maybe. Boyfriend? I do wonder. Kids? Is, I mean, it, I just wonder. It's it's weird to find just one. It's shoe. always just one shoe, though. I've lost a shoe at a. I was at a punk rock concert, and someone uh, found my shoe, and they threw it on stage. <laughs> and it was at the House of Blues, and I tried to like go on stage and get it, and they thought I was trying to just jump on the stage. And I kicked <laughs> out with one shoe. And I never got my shoe back. What, what show was wow. it? Uh, Newfound Glory. Oh, nice! I remember yeah. them. Yeah, so it's kind of a punk band. Yeah, from a, Long a little Island. pop punk. Yeah, yeah. no, um, Coral Springs, Florida. I hear. So when I was so, – see, I just did it so. So when I was 30, I um, very briefly dated this guy who was like 22 or 23 or something. It was so, it was very stupid. Yeah. Um, I met him on MySpace. Good for him. And I lived in New York and he lived in Long Island. And he and all his friends – and he had friends who were younger than he was. So that is when I – found myself at this party talking to some guy whose name was Mike, but everyone called him Awesome Mike. He was Awesome Mike. Ooh. And he was 18. And I was thinking, what the hell am I doing? But they were all in – he this the, the 23-year-old – or 20 – I hope he was 23 <laughs> – that I briefly dated um, was in a band. And I think that Newfound Glory had come out of a town next to theirs or and, the, and they were kind of in the throes of feeling jealous of them but some of them liked them and uh, I don't know how awesome Mike felt about them <laughs> probably liked them you probably thought they were awesome he was, yeah he was uh, you know you know what it was I hope none of them listen to this I didn't tell the, I didn't tell the true story the true story was in the course of talking to awesome Mike I realized how attracted to him I was and then I thought <laughs> what is going on I'm 30 he's 18 I have got to get out oh of, I love it yeah I've got to get out wow, of this I love town cougar face I guess, yeah. yeah. But nothing happened. It's okay. But still. Half your age plus. Yeah. Oh, no, that wouldn't work. Before that, I always liked people who were older than I was. And there's something suspicious about someone who only likes someone who's old, much older or much younger, I think. And I think my theory about what that is is that you're someone who you don't really feel comfortable with your peers and you don't really feel comfortable with people who can, like, you feel like you're afraid of being judged or you feel like people are going to look at you and sort of accurately assess what's going on with you. Whereas someone who's a lot older or a lot younger can't really doesn't can't can't get a real good read on you. Maria Hernandez says, <laughs> no, it's true. I dated a lot of guys older than me for that reason. Yeah. I think where you're just like, well, I'm kind of like, you know, I don't have to relate to him necessarily. Yeah. but I'm like interesting now and I don't right. I'm not worried about. What's what the, other people think of me? Yeah, yeah, totally. What's the biggest age gap? Seventeen. Uh, okay. We're all married. Years. Wow, seventeen. Mm-hmm. My parents actually are sixteen years apart. Yeah. Um, mm. I 
had a crush on, but nothing happened. But then much later kissed someone who was probably like 25 years older than I wow. am. Wow. Yeah. But it, nothing, in New York, it's kind of weird. That was here. Oh, it was here? Yeah, but it was before I went to New York. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I was... How old was I? I was in my early 20s and he was in his uh, late 40s. Well, see, I wasn't but so super, young at heart. I know. <laughs> I wasn't super comfortable with it. And so what happened was this guy. Can I just tell this really yeah, quick yeah, story? Really quick. You don't even have to make a story. Okay. Quick. So I was going out. Like we'd gone out a couple times. This guy who's much older than me. And he was really into it and really excited about it. But he wasn't Mormon. And he was a lot older than me. And I was really freaked out about it. I was only 20. So it was just like a little much, a lot much. Well, especially was, if he's a lot older and not Mormon, which I would think means that he's going to want to exactly. get some. Exactly. Mm. So that was a big issue. And he knew I wasn't going to do Fedora that. action. I wasn't going to do that. And he was like, that's fine. It's okay. I think we have this great connection, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he's trying to tell me how we're going to be this great Such couple. And so I said, oh, well, I need time to think about it. So I like took a week and thought about it because I did like him. And we had a ton of fun together. And we got along really surprisingly well. So I thought about it for about a week, and then we met up in New York at a park, like on the Upper West Side, Riverside, mm-hmm. and we're sitting on a bench, and he was like, this morning, I prayed to God about our relationship and asked him to like give me a sign to know whether or not we should date. And I kid you not, at that moment, a nun <laughs> in full nun garb roller skated past us. <laughs> And he was like, if wow. that's not a sign, that's a sign. I don't know. what." Because he was a comedy writer. I was interning at Late Show. Like, it was like, if that's not a sign from the comedy gods <laughs> that we're supposed <laughs> to be together, I don't know what it was. I mean, it's the only time I've ever seen a nun roller skating in a park, ever. Anyway, I, I, still, week, said, so, I still said no, <laughs> but part of me was like, wow, I can't believe I like... Yeah, had the willpower to have that all happen. But I, I, I just said we couldn't date. It was too much. It was too stressful for my 20-year-old heart so he was a comedy writer Mm -hmm. huh did you work with him at a not at late show at a different show gosh do you think allison's trying to do some she probably does know him off air you'll have to you have to tell me (laughs) yeah we'll talk Uh, yeah whenever i see like uh, an age gap uh, a large age gap i always think the uh, for the young person oh good for you but for the older person like what are you thinking i don't know it's just my my uh, wait for the young person i see i thought it'd be the yeah yeah, for the young person like oh wow Look at you, someone dating someone way older. And then, yeah, but then the, for the older person, I was, I don't know, that's just me. Well, no, that I think change. that when you're young, right. there's that perception like, wow, you're dating someone yeah, in college. But then when you get to the young. point where it's like you're young and hot and you've got this old person with I guess you. if I was dating like, like a 67-year-old, yeah. then I'd be the weird one. Well, you could get someone younger. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it. And that's near your both a little yeah, strange. Higher, lower, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's not discredit the 67-year-old dating Yeah, it you. goes both ways yeah. at that point. Maria Hernandez says, when my husband and I are home together and I just want to watch TV, I'm annoyed if he cleans, if and if, even if it's helpful to me. Only if it's washing the dishes because that sink gets loud and I'm trying to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is funny though when you, kind of cleaning. It is funny when you get mad at somebody for trying to help you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I have this exact scenario where I'm watching TV and someone's trying to help, but there's definitely times on a daily basis here where I'm like, I'm focused and I'm working and somebody like Gary or someone will come ask me a question. It's like, what do you want? Like, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to fucking help you, dude. 
that happens all the time. Yeah. Well, and I think when you're married too, and I found this with my husband, like he's gone a lot during the day if I'm, you know, not traveling or whatever. So I'm home all day. So then if he comes home and starts cleaning, it's almost insulting because you're like, so you're cleaning my filth that I made all day when I was home by myself. You know, there's this mentality of like, oh, I get it. It's dirty. And I didn't clean it. Even right. I probably should have. What are you trying to say? Yeah. You shouldn't think that. But there's a part of you that does. So I get it. Vanessa says, wait, but first, I actually, we had talked about it, but I went into Matt's office the other night and I started by saying, you busy? That's right. And what did I say? You said yes. <laughs> you said, you're like, and then I, and then I just kind of like hovered like, uh, wasn't ready for that, even though I should have been. And then, um, you're like, you're here now. Just say it. But the reason I said, are you busy was because I'm like, this can wait. Oh, no. I'm aware. Okay. Vanessa says, if someone is... I'm, I'm here. Am I not? We're good, <laughs> If someone is a bad driver... Oh, did you have something to say? If someone is a bad driver, I always check the license plate to see if they are from another state. Nope. I am Older much Asian. more... I am much more derogatory than that. <laughs> yeah. I might be with Gary with that one. You look at who's driving the car. Older That's Asian. correct. Yeah. Sometimes it could be a young girl who's Asian. Yeah. I can't believe I just said that. But I have noticed. Hey, I'm Asian. I could say it. I'll say it. I know, you but suck. I'm not, and I just said it. I shamed Chris for making a bad driving move a couple weeks ago. You shamed me I shamed him. things. Well, that's true. But Chris made – we were going to Amalfi, and Chris arrived, oh. and uh, he made the right-hand turn into the parking oh, lot I... from the middle lane. Well – and I said, if I was driving behind you and I looked in the window of your car as you I did, did that, like I, I would have screamed down. It's something. like I stopped in the middle lane. No, but there could have been someone coming down I'm, the right I'm hand I'm aware lane. of my surroundings. I, I can know if I could make that turn or not. But the person behind you is not expecting a turn from the middle lane. It, it, affects, it affects their commute in no way if I turn right in front of them. What if they weren't paying attention? They had to slam on their brakes and you caused a fender bender. That's their fault. That, ooh, I get money. Sweet. Was there someone <laughs> behind you? Yeah. No. <laughs> yes, there was. It was fucking. It was La Brea six fifty five on a weeknight. Shit. That just happened. <laughs> Let's mark down what time that was. Let's so just, that can just be the promo. Let's just all have some butter sandwiches. <laughs> butter sandwiches. You know what we should do while we're while we are consuming our butter sandwiches, which which may or may not exist. What should we do, Allison? We should watch something and be entertained and wipe this all this tension away. We should watch something on Hulu Plus. You know Hulu.com, but there's Hulu Plus. They have an even greater selection and more awesomeness, and you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Never be bored again. Never be stuck listening to two people argue about whether there was a car behind one of them or not, or argue about whether there are butter stains. It sounds like I'm saying never be stuck somewhere listening to this podcast, actually, which is not what I mean. What I'm saying (laughs) is, I've said before, I hate being bored somewhere, for example, at a car wash, not having anything to do. But now with Hulu Plus, I'm never bored. I actually look forward to downtime because I can watch all sorts of stuff on my iPhone or iPad. Um, and you can watch your favorite current TV shows, and I'll tell you what some of the ones that they have there are. But also you can check out exclusive content, including Hulu originals like The Awesome, starring SNL's Seth Meyers, and Moon Boy, starring Chris O'Dowd from Bridesmaids. Um, and he's kind of hunky. But don't watch mm-hmm. just because of that. For only seven ninety nine a month, you can stream as many TV shows and movies as you want, wherever you want. Um, here are just a few of the shows they have. And I've said before that I want us to all binge watch together. So please tweet me the shows that you think we should be watching. Downton Abbey. I need to catch up on Downton Abbey. Uh, Once Upon a Time. 
I need to get I also need to catch up on Once Upon a Time because I'm watching the season before this one, but I also be want to be watching the one that's happening now because I've heard that it takes place in um I believe Wonderland. So we need to all watch that. Revenge, Grey's Anatomy, Gossip Girl. I know who Gossip Girl is, but I'm not going to tell you. The Office, Mindy Project, tons of shows, so much stuff. Um, and you guys can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. That's A-L-I-S-O-N. Make sure to use HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison to get the extended free trial and so that they'll know that we sent you there. Um, or you can just also you can click the Hulu banner on my website at AllisonRosen.com. All right. And let's just say... You're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps some butter or um, a shoe to go with the one that you left on the road. or uh, Some what? tweezers? Tweezers, yes. Absolutely. I know tweezers. I need a pair of tweezers for my car. That's right. Or what are other things we've mentioned on this show today? An scissors older man. For, to cut your hair with. Scissors, yeah. Scissors. An older man. <laughs> uh, perhaps bowls of tortilla soup. If you break a bowl on your right. friend's face, bowls. you might need an extra bowl. It's okay. It's okay. Maybe you need a deer costume. I like it when Chris doesn't respond verbally. He just responds. He with just a, sighs. <laughs> I know. All sorts of Chris. things. Why not click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com? It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. So click through the Amazon banner on my website in case you forgot what we were talking about and you were just focusing on the tortilla soup. Amazon banner, my website, AllisonRosen.com. All right. Thank you. Go- oh, oh, we have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself with your iPhone in the iTunes store. Thank you guys so much for Thanks. joining. Thanks for Thank you. you. Yeah. There's great. some talk about the next episode being a special Halloween themed episode, and I don't exactly know what that means, but it might happen. Ooh, be awesome if it did. Cool. Come with your Halloween stories if you have them. Okay. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. You can email us ARIYMBF at Adam Carolla. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. For Matt, just go to therewillbespoilers.com. And I should say that this upcoming Monday, Chris is going to be on my show. Oh. We haven't recorded it yet, so you give me a weird look, I but am? we talked about it. <laughs> this upcoming Monday, Chris is going to be on There Will Be Spoilers. Please where, check it out. Hey. Where should we go for you, Chris? Um, just go, actually, as soon as you're done listening to this, a front yard near you. <laughs> Download the uh, the next Adam and Dr. Drew show. We had Brandon Marshall and uh, Joe Coy on. They talk mental health illness, and it's a really good episode. Cool. Check it out. Brandon Marshall, for those who don't remember, is the uh, Chicago Bears wideout who wore green shoes in honor of mental health awareness. And that's where Joe Coy first reveals what you've probably heard on the Adam Carolla show about his brother. It's really it's a great episode. So I'll co-sign that. Chris is the one who, who, who tipped me off to the Brandon Marshall story that I did in Portland, Seattle. I forget Seattle. which one. Yeah. Um, yes, and uh, Jenna, where should we go for you? Follow me on Twitter at Jenna Kim Jones. Or go to my website, whatever, jennakimjones.com. Just my name's Jenna Kim Jones, and that's what I use for everything. Also, if you're in Europe, you might be able to hear some of her tracks. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Europe, sound, Japan, yeah, wherever. It sounds like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have something to say, but... I don't know whether I should, but I'm going to anyway. So I have said to the VPN people, hello, a lot of hot talent right here. We should be VPN'd. Um, I didn't say it like that. I said it actually in a way that makes much more sense and is much more cogent. But I've noticed that there's some chatter in uh, when we do the Adam Carolla shows. I've noticed that there are people who are like, I wish that the Al- I wish Allison Rosen is your new best friend was streaming. Um, and so um, part of me is like, 
up up that talk if you want that to happen. But the other part of me is like, I don't know if that would be effective, and I don't want to game the system. Do you? I mean, do you think? What do you think? I'm like, down. Sh- yeah. I mean, are we cool with it, or should people be bothering VPN about it? I think that, either way, the answer is yes. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Well, see, what I'm saying is, if you want that to happen, be more vocal about it. Yeah, sure. But I don't know if that will sway them or not, though. I mean, it's like there's, uh, the, they have said to me like, yeah, it's something we definitely want to do at some point down the line. And I'm like, now would be great. <laughs> um, I'm not explaining the situation well at all. But anyway, yeah. So I guess I would say uh, feel free to talk more about that because I don't, I don't know if that would sway them. But I perhaps if they saw that there was a demand for this more than just me sitting there in their ear being like, you're sleeping on some major talent here. <laughs> so you're sleeping on talent. Um, you know, I feel very uncomfortable again. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Thanks Thank for you. listening. I love you. <laughs> Bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? LegalZoom.com to save on your legal needs like wills for $69, LLCs for $99 plus filing fees, and also get access to a network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. LegalZoom is not a law firm but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter discount code Allison for more savings at LegalZoom.com. That's discount code Allison.